Hi, everyone, and thanks for joining us. Are you looking for a place where you get some practical and helpful tips on how to manage this crazy life and find balance in motherhood? Then we're here for you. Join us for all the raw and real girl talk right here. You're listening to All the Things. All the Things. All the Things with Chong and Beck. Hello. Hey. Hey, it was mid-drink of my Diet Pepsi. I was about to ask you, what are you drinking? I could hear the clicking <laughs> the ice in the glass. <laughs> yeah, I'm drinking um, Diet Pepsi with a lime wedge in it. It's probably okay. my favorite drink ever. I was wondering if you were drinking like vodka or something because you were going to have to have a conversation with me. <laughs> oh my God, no. <laughs> no, if I did that, I wouldn't be able to have a conversation <laughs> Okay, I know that's true. Right? <laughs> I've had conversations with you while you were drinking. I know that's true. <laughs> yeah, there is no conversation. That is funny. Oh my gosh. I feel like I, it was so funny because I was telling Brown, like, oh my gosh, I got to go get the computer out. He's like, wow. And since you've recorded, multiple ones like way ahead. Yeah. And then the last one that was dropped, you and your mama did. Yeah. I feel like it's been so long since we have done a podcast. Or, I know. You know, it really feels like it has. An episode. Yeah. Yeah. Since we've recorded an episode, it really has. It's been, it feels like it's been months. It feels like too long. I love sitting and having with you every week. I literally look forward to it. I know, right? Yeah. Well, I'm excited to I get love into it. this one. <laughs> I am too. So guys, all of our peeps that are listening, um, we wanted to do a Q&A for this week and we went on our Instagram and Facebook and asked if anybody had questions pertaining to our family life. So we got some questions in and definitely wanted to answer them. Yeah. So thank you for all of you that, um, responded and put some questions down yeah and this is just we have decided this is just the first of many because obviously we can't just do one Q&A and then it be done so we will have other forums open with different questions different topics for questions so this one's really just going to focus on family and our lives and then later on we will open it up for something else and I think that we need ideas yeah, for that for sure. I think that people need to yeah tell us what they want to hear exactly so you'll need to go to our Instagram all the things with c and b and message us if there's questions that you have for the future even if it does still pertain to family life because yes. we may have to do another one yes all right are you beginning so let's jump into it <laughs> Do you have your list of questions? I have the list right here if you want me to read or you can. I I do. I have the list of questions, but you are more than welcome to go ahead and ask them. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. I'll read number one. So the first question that came in is, how did you two meet? 
which I do have to say, this is probably one of my most favorite questions. Yeah. Um, Because I know that we so much have gotten into that. So how did you two meet? And how is it to make friends while being a mom? Yeah. And I think, I mean, um, I think we like briefly talked about it here and there in snippets, like in our life story, but we met in Utah. That's the place that we met the what or the, mm-hmm. is the what, the who, the how? <laughs> it's mock. All the above. All the above. <laughs> yeah so we actually met through mops which by the way we are still involved in and mops if you don't know Mm -hmm. what it is definitely get involved in your local mops if whether you are new to motherhood or you are out of the game doing the dang thing mops is specifically designed for moms of all ages I think a lot of people get the misconception because of the acronym it does stand for moms of preschoolers. However, if you are involved in a mops group, we actually have moms in leadership positions from birth to graduation and beyond. So if you are a mama who just loves pouring into other mamas like Shamay, you need to get into your group because there is mops next for you. There is mentor moms. There are all kinds of things. So you tell the next part because I feel like I'm talking too much. No, you're not talking too much. You're, you're covering all the things, but yes. So MOPS is easy to find. You literally just go online and you search MOPS and you can put in your zip code and see if there is one near you. Um, I had heard of MOPS for, from a couple of different friends in California, but I had my group of friends. I didn't need to make new friends. I didn't need to add more things to my list. So it was never something that I attended. And when I went to Utah, I remember just thinking, I wonder if there's a mops here. Um, and just so happened that around the time I was thinking that at the church I was attending, that's where they had mops. And the ladies that were um, in the leadership for mops approached me and my best friend Ash and was like, we're doing mops. Would you guys like to join it? And I was like, uh, yeah, tell me more about this. What exactly is it? And what does it entail? And I was like, I need to make friends because I have my one best friend here, which would have been fine, but I also knew she wasn't going to be there forever. I thought that we were going to be there much longer and I needed to make more friends. And I am so freaking glad that I went because it was life-changing. It is where I first met my ever tribe, um, my one and only tribe. Yes. And um, it was me, my best friend, Ashley, and then... Becca was at my table and our friend Stephanie was at our table yes. and we were the four. We got very close. We did many things together and it was just, it was the best. It really was the best. Um, and it is like lifelong friendships. We've made lifelong friendships. And I think I remember seeing Becca, she was Prego. Becca was yes. on Prego. I'm a birth doula. So I'm automatically attracted to pregnant women <laughs> I'm yes. like oh you're pregnant tell me all about how it's going you know right. Right. <laughs> and she just seemed so cool like I just thought you were the coolest person ever Becca I totally okay. thought that you were the chick that was like the cool girl at school what? and I was like she seems like 
such a cool chick. I want to be her friend. And then, of course, she had just moved there a couple months before me from California. Right. And I was like, um, yeah, I need friends. You need friends. We're both from Cali. Let's do this. Let's be friends. I know I just met you, but you want me to be at your birth? I'll be there, too. <laughs> For real. <laughs> but, yeah, that, so that's from my side. That's how I felt when I met Becca. Yeah. Honestly, like, had you been, I feel like it would have saved so much heartache during our birth. But, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. Say la vie. What can we do? Um, <laughs> yeah. And what's crazy is I literally had never heard of mops before in my life. What um, I had heard of was my kid obsessing over reptiles. So I took her to Scales and Tails in West Valley. And I ran into Tiffany. Um, because her boys were there for Boy Scouts. And she just started a conversation with me and asked me if I wanted to join Mops. She added me to the group. She added me on Facebook that day. And yeah, then I just went to Mops. And I remember. I totally didn't know that story. Yes. yes. I, yeah. Snakes brought me and like reptiles brought me and Tiffany together. And it was so perfect. And it's just another way that I love like. God's timing and the way he brings people into your life. It's just so, it's just so awesome. Um, so yeah, so I actually found out what the heck mops was through Tiffany and I went and I remember getting to the table and I was just like, okay, like I remember I talked to Kennedy a lot. So I was like, okay, baby, like we're going to do this. We're going to have a great time. And I just remember getting to my table and feeling so secure, so comfortable and absolutely same thing. I remember meeting you and thinking like, oh my gosh, this girl is so awesome. That is exactly how I want to be. I want to be able to just meet friends and be friends instantly with everybody. And then Ash was there. And then Steph came. I don't think Steph came to the first meeting. Did she? She came to the first meeting. Yeah, no, she was there because I remember sitting to the table doing icebreaker questions and she was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's when she said she was from California too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then so all of us were like, oh my gosh, we're from California. We're from California. So it was like the California <laughs> transplant table. And yes. it was just so awesome. And yeah, I remember just thinking like, it's so funny that you say that because like, I naturally am like such a shy person. Like I'm not as extroverted as I make people think that I am. So it took a really <laughs> long time for me to actually like get the guts to strike up a conversation and then thankfully, because we started in September, um, we went through, I think, one meeting in September, two meetings in October, and then I had Kennedy. Mm-hmm. So I kind of was out of the loop. And because Mops is so amazing, they automatically set up a meal train for you anytime you give birth. Mm-hmm. So Shamay had then come to my home and because she is a birth doula and she is so amazing with lactation and all that, it was like, I was at such a vulnerable place. I had zero. Um, I probably could have walked down the street naked and really not even had bothered me at all. So (laughs) she walked through the door with, you know, like her just earth mama, mother willow Pocahontas vibes. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. My baby's not feeding. And she was like, oh, okay, no problem. Like, I'll put this food down here. Let me help you. And then that was it. Like, from that point on, I talked to Shami like, 
all the time and it's never stopped. It's never changed. Yep. I said, can I look at your boobs? And she said, yes. And we were friends. Yeah. Absolutely. Who hasn't? Come on in. We're bosom buddies immediately. Yes, we are. (laughs) Yes, we are. Yes. So, yes. So I... I know that this was asked because a lot of times it is really hard to make friends as moms. And to be honest, I mean, I had friends in California. Um, I probably had one or two that like we were pretty darn close and did a lot together and could let your guard down and feel like you could just be your real self in front of them. Um, Mm -hmm. But a couple, you know, one of my really close friendships just at the end fell apart Um, and yeah, I just lost a lot of trust and couldn't really build it back up. And so I was very vulnerable, um, and then leaving everything that I knew to move to Utah. And so I was very open to try to find a friendship and make living in Utah work. And I honestly think that is the huge reason why I found these ladies because yeah. my heart was open and I was just willing to dive in and find my people. I so desperately needed to find my people. And so I think sometimes we put a guard up and we keep to ourselves because we're so afraid of getting hurt. We are so afraid of being vulnerable with others. And yes, sometimes there are people that are just downright mean. And it right. is hard to put yourself out there because you don't want to get hurt. And I get that. But sometimes you just have to go for it. You just got to dive in and be ready that, yeah, it may not work out, but I got to say from experience, it's worth it. It's worth it to just be yourself, be real, put it out there. I think communication is key of, I really need a friend. Are you willing to be that friend? Do you need a friend? And even in North Carolina, I had to do the same thing. I had a much harder time here making friends because come holidays hit, COVID hit. So it was very, very hard. But when I would talk to ladies, I'd say, I need a friend. I really, Mm -hmm. really need a friend. I need to make friendships. And I think that that's also why now I have made the friends I have made because I've just been willing to put it out there, you know? Right, right. And I love that you did say that, that you have to be vulnerable because here's the thing. A lot of the times when you are a mom and you're changing locations or you're not even changing locations, but your life changes, you do have to be really transparent because we don't know other people's past. We don't know what brought them to this point. We don't know what they're carrying. So if you can kind of unload any kind of issues or preconceptions that they might have and just be completely vulnerable and say, Hey, I'm a mom, but you know what? I'm having my own thing right now. I really am looking for a friend, but I can't, I can't, and I won't do judgment. So if you have any issues that you like strongly believe in, please let me know Mm -hmm. because I don't want to offend you or do anything that would hurt you. But here's the thing. I'm a hot mess. I'm going to be drinking coffee 24 (laughs) seven. I'm probably going to yell at my kids at least once. And if you're okay with that and we can go to the park and you're not embarrassed by me, that would be really rad. Yeah. Right. And then you just have to go from there because honestly, nowadays you don't, you really don't know until you 
ask or until you tell your truth. Like, you just don't. So that's my two cents about that. I agree. I'm honestly sitting here and I'm just like, dang, we could literally do a whole episode on this. Like, I know, huh? (laughs) And I'm literally sitting here like, do we just derail everything and just do this right now? (laughs) But, but yes, uh, you just have to speak your truth. And I think you also need to be accepting. If you want others to accept you, you have to be accepting of them. We live in a world where, we live in a world where everybody has their own thoughts, their own process of how they do things and why they do it. And I'm always thinking and saying, especially with the way the world has been the last year. Okay. They are people on both, like both sides, very, very far one side and very, very far the other side for a lot of different things. And you have to be open minded. That doesn't mean that you have to change your views. That doesn't Yeah, mean... open-minded doesn't always mean accepting. Exactly. Exactly, Becca. Like, you just have to be willing to listen to what someone yeah. else has to say, to just hear their side of things. I am so tired of us judging each other because of how we feel and what we think and what we believe. Like, I always, I, over this past year, I really tried to tell myself, Shame just as strongly as you believe this is just as strongly someone else believes the opposite. And just like someone is not going to change your mind is just like you are not going to change their mind. Why can't we just have conversations in a loving, respectful way? I don't agree with you. And that is okay. It is okay to agree to disagree and to love each other either way, and to accept each other either way. Yes. Most definitely. That's how you get a good friendship right there. It's compromise, just like any marriage. It's compromise. Yeah. And because, like I said, going exactly back, like being open and understanding does not mean acceptance. So if you are in a group of people and you realize that you are being open-minded, you are respecting, you are honoring people's thoughts, views, and opinions, but something does not align, it doesn't mean that you have to completely reframe everything. You have the right to say like, uh, that's not for me. And if it means that that relationship doesn't work out, then it doesn't. But it also means that the ones that you have chosen should align and should grow with you. Mm-hmm. Yep. And at any point, if they don't, It's okay. It is okay. But if you are being disrespected because you have different beliefs or different values or whatever, then it is a-okay to exit and say, this is not working. This is not going to work because we don't know how to just share our opinions in a loving, respectful way. So that is a-okay to say this isn't working and I like I love you. I hope the best for you, but we have to go our separate ways because I'm not going to always feel like crap because you don't agree with what I feel. Right. So anyway, I know I just went on a full on tangent and we went on on tangent. But I feel like that was a really, really good question because it is really, really hard. Yeah. And especially as moms, you're judged all the time all the time, 
on yeah. what we do, whether and not just breastfeed or bottle feed, or we, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we're not just being judged by other moms. We are also judging ourselves, mm-hmm. not all yes. of us, but I know my, me personally, I am constantly judging myself and any type of tone or inflection or even suggestion can make me spiral and overthink things that literally had nothing to do with that. So it is relevant and it is really a good, good, good question. But I wanted to lump two questions together because I already know the definitive never going to change, change answer for you for one of these, but I don't know the first one. So I'm going to lump two questions together. Yeah, that's totally fine. Okay. One and you're going to go first on this one. The first question is, do you want more kids? And the second question is, how did you pick your kids' okay. names? Uh, no, I do not want more kids, period, <laughs> point blank. There is no question in my mind. My husband is actually getting fixed next month. We got a date. Thank you, Jesus. So we are not having any more children. Um, okay. Yeah, that. And, <laughs> and the next one, how did I choose my kids' names? So for Kylie, um, I actually put her name together myself. Um, I really believe that what you name your children, like you should look into the meanings of what your children's names are before you name them, just like a horse or another animal. Like you just really should watch what you name your kids and what they mean, because I don't know why I just, I just have always felt that way. So for Kylea, I really wanted her to be calm and, um, I, really, I was gonna say, I really, you picked the wrong name, girl. Boo. I was trying to speak it into existence. So anyway, I just wanted to have a very calm kid. It just was what it was. So mm-hmm. Kai Leah means delicate water, delicate calming water, Aww. and I just, it's, it's, yeah, I really love the name Kai, and then Leah. It's a Hawaiian name. It, I specifically did that because I'm from Hawaii. Um, so that was her name. My child is nothing like it. And then after I had her and realized like how crazy, how crazy she is in a good way, I was like, dang, there's always a quiet before the storm. So, right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's her. Koa is, um, Koa yes. is a wood, Koa wood. They make canoes and jewelry and so many things out of it. It is a very strong wood. In Hawaii, we have koa trees. And so I wanted him to be a strong person. And so koa is strong, but it also means warrior. So he is a strong warrior. And that is why we named him koa. Um, I don't know if we're doing middle names, but Kailia's middle name is Ku'ule Aloha. And it is after me. That is my Hawaiian name. It means my beloved child. Basically just named her that because I wanted to pass down my Hawaiian name. And Koa, his middle name is Todd because Brant's middle name is Todd. And because I absolutely love the movie Fox and a Hound and the fox on the Fox and the Hound is named Todd. So it had dual things for me that were, um, I can't think of the word, but um, they meant a lot to me. Yes, they were very special. And so that is why Koa's middle name is Todd. Symbolic. Yep. Love it. Your turn. Are you going to have more kids? Um, uh, that's a great question because I actually do not know. My husband is not getting fixed. I have zero intention for my husband to ever get fixed. Um, but that's just me. 
And I really don't know. I some days really, truly feel like it. Um, But then other days I'm like, if I even have another person in this house, regardless of how big or small it is, I'm going to run away. So I really don't know. But I don't like to limit myself. So whether it be natural birth, adoption, fostering, I don't know. But I am always open for anything. Um, For names. So Kenley came about because I picked Kenley's name. I really wanted um, like a Riley or a Brinley or something. But I just was not liking the L-E-E. So Kenley's name is actually spelled K-E-N. L-E-I-G-H. L-E-I-G-H is the traditional English Lee that was always used, but then like in other cultures and everything, like they shortened it down to L-E-E. So I wanted it to be a traditional name with Lee in it. And so I kept going back and forth and back and forth. And then finally, before she was born, we settled on Kenley and Zach picked her middle name. So she was born she was Kenley for 12 hours or however long until we signed the birth certificate. He picked the middle name Grace for her, which I absolutely love. Most of the time we call her Gracie. That's usually her nickname more than anything else. Um, and I used to know, I used to know the meaning of her name, but I don't. Shall me if you have a computer feel free to do that for me so that I harder than I am. Um, so and- Born on a Monday, and I'm like back. Your kid was on born on a Monday. It was like born on Monday, full of grace or something like that. And my mother-in-law had said that in the family, like in the post-op room where we were after her, and we were just like, "Oh, that's perfect and beautiful, and it fits." So that's how we got Kenley's name um, for Kennedy. And another thing. And y'all may have two children. Our children's names start. Okay. Um, so when we are together, <laughs> so when we are together, it is so confusing because we are constantly. Um, I don't know if you mix up your kids as much because it is a boy and a girl. Um, but it's still K's. I'm constantly mixing. What? Yeah, when someone's not good choices poor Co- I I will call Koa Kylia when he's not making good choices I'm like Kylia because <laughs> Kylie is usually the one making trouble right. most of the time but hey Kenley it says here that Kenley means the king's That's- meadow okay hey Becca you're breaking up how's your service um I think good can you hear me Okay. Just wanted to tell you. Yeah, I can hear you now. I'm okay. Just, okay. okay. Anyway, continue. Um, yes, King's Meadow. Okay, yes. So, I forgot because I remember it was like something about flowers. So, anywho, um, with Kennedy, complete and total, couldn't be more opposite. She was not named. We were going to name her Ezra in, before, but when she was in my belly, it just didn't seem like her. It just didn't feel like her. So I changed it at the last minute. I couldn't think of what it was. So clear up until we had her, she had no name. And then, of course, we had a traumatic birth. So that was terrifying. And I was just like a hot stinking mess. 
So I told Zach, I was like, you need to name her now. And he randomly just picked Kennedy. He was like, I want that name. I like that name. That's who she is. So she was named Kennedy. And then I was able to pick the middle name. And to be honest, I wanted it to be something uplifting. And because she had such a traumatic birth, my mom, when she came in before she had gone, um, my mom was able to see her. I was giving her like a little spit bath and then she had to go to the NICU right after that. And right before that, my mom had said, I really think to give her the middle name of hope. I, said, I was thinking that. And of course she was in the NICU and it was like just a hot mess. I was like, yes, that's it. We're sold. Her middle name is hope. So it is Kenley Grace and Kennedy hope. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it so much. What next? It took me a while to get their names correctly and stop mixing yeah. them up, but hey, <laughs> she got it. Auntie Mamie has finally right. got her crap together. All right. So I feel like these questions go hand in hand is how do you manage your time between kids and work as a working mama? And the other one is how do you juggle it all? You make it look so effortless. I know. I just freaking <laughs> love her. Thank you, Instagram and Facebook, for making it like I'm effortless. I know. I just freaking love her, too, because I had to go back when you sent it to me. And I was like, who the hell said that? And I was like, oh, my God, I love her so much. (laughs) I'm like, girl. Right? No. And I was like, you know, that's not true. I'm always telling you how much of a hot mess I am. (laughs) She's just the best. Yeah. Okay. So why don't you go first? Oh, my God. So I guess, I mean, I, I feel like there are two different questions, but they kind of just go hand in hand, basically. I think, I feel like it's said mm-hmm. differently. I so, mean, go ahead. I mean, me. How do you juggle it all? Becca? Yeah. I mean, to be honest, um, I don't, I can't juggle. I can't actually physically juggle balls. I really can't juggle this life. Most of the days I'm crying. Um, today was a rough day, in fact. And you know what? I don't. I just wake up every day say a little prayer. Um, (laughs) I wake up in the morning, say a little prayer for you. No, I really do though. I wake up every morning. I think about what I can do better, what I can work on. I love my babies. I think about what they need. I do my best to honor my husband. Most days I fail. I do my best to be loving to my family and think of their needs. I drink a cup of coffee and I just do the damn thing. And that is how I do it. Yeah. <laughs> you just do it. I just freaking just do. do. I, I wish like, I really wish that I was one of those people that was like, this is how I do this. And this is how I do this. When I used to work, when I used to be in the medical field. I was extremely good at delegating because I had to be. I was responsible for four rooms and however many patients were coming through those rooms. I had delegated rooms for delegated things. I had to anticipate where things were going to go. So I do use a lot of that technique in my family life. And I think that a lot of women do that. But to be honest, I mean, I'm almost 33 I've been doing this now 10 years. Well, yeah, because I was pregnant at 23. So I know I delivered at 23, right? Yep. That's how math works. 
Um, and so I have been doing this now for so long and I failed so many times. I know what works and what doesn't work and I just do it. Yeah. I wish that was more helpful and inspiring. I feel like most days, that's just how it is. There are some days that I'm motivated and I get it all done. And there are some days that I'm just slightly motivated and I get some done. And then there are some days that I'm not motivated at all. And the only thing I get done is what has to be done, like feed the kids, change the diapers, get them to school, pick them up from school, make dinner. And even some days I'm like, I'm not making dinner. Yeah. So I, yeah, the thing that has helped me on the days that I I'm actually getting stuff done because yes, we have a lot, as you guys know, me and Becca, we are wives, mothers, and entrepreneurs. And that doesn't count all the little other extra things that we do, like be friends to others or, you know, do things for ourselves because that's important. Um, Or like she said, like she does mops. And I do mops and I'm also on my daughter's PTO and I don't know, we got a lot, we got a lot of stuff that is, that we do. And, um, I have tried to block out my time. Um, it's not full on blocks, like how a lot of people talk about, you know, from to 10, you do this. And from 10 to 12, you do this for me, obviously get up get ready, get Kylie out to school. Um, So that's usually like, you know, the kids are fed and they're changed and all of that. Mm -hmm. And then when I come back home, that is my time to sit and spend time with Koa. Or if I have Ainsley as well, who is my niece. Um, And I read books with them. I do puzzles with them, just anything, anything and everything they want to do. I try to give some time to them. It's not like two hours or anything. It's usually like an hour. And then I'm like, okay, it's time for you to go play by yourself because I'm, I'm very big on kids being independent. Right. Um, so usually I do that and then I will start to kind of just tidy up a little bit, whether that's clean up the kitchen or try to get a little laundry in or like whatever it is, clean up a little bit. And then usually it's lunchtime. So I feed the kids, clean up, put them down for their nap after lunchtime. And then at nap time is when I'm doing my business stuff. It is when I'm doing like paying my bills and stuff like that. Thankfully, most bills come out by themselves. But sometimes, you know, those are when I'm trying to get stuff done. So uh, like, you know, do my reels or IGTV or lives or create content or put orders in for people. Um, And then when the kids are done with their nap time, which is usually two to three hours, they're down, then they get up, it's time to get in the car, go pick up my daughter from school, come back home, dinner happens, my husband comes home, we're having family devotional time, and family time together. And then the kids go down to bed at seven. And I'm huge on them going to bed at seven so that I have time with my husband after or I have time to then get more things done, get everything ready for the next day. So that's kind of how my day goes. I try to just block it out as much as I can. And those are the days that I'm productive. Some days I'm not, to be honest. I literally am sitting there and I'm like, I should get up and do something. I should get up and do some kind of work, but I really don't want to. I just want to sit here and watch Teen Mom 2 and (laughs) eat some snacks. And that's just what it is. 
right yeah so, I try home. oh and of course like working out I forgot like that like going on walks and stuff but that's usually within like the first hour of the morning once we're back home all of that is within that because the kids are like getting out and getting to go do something while I'm yeah. getting my exercise on and that's but- why I think this week has been a little bit crazy for us because Zach and I have actually started going to the gym together Mm-hmm. And it's been really fun, actually. I haven't hated going to the gym. Mm-hmm. And that has been, like, our date time. And we have been off schedule with that. And I think that's why things have been so crazy because we haven't been doing our thing that connects us. And it's, like, we're doing something together. It's physical. We enjoy it. We talk before. We talk after. We laugh during. And when we don't have that, our day definitely is a little bit different. So I would say there's structure to my day. Those are like the main things. But I think the only thing that's certain about my day is that the sun rises and the sun sets. I think, and I love that. I love that you guys go to the gym together. I miss going to the gym, but our gym is not taking children under three and Koa is two. So it's just not, uh, we can't do it right now because I can't ask my in-laws every day to watch Koa. When a lot of times they end up having to watch my niece later in the day because of her mom's schedule and stuff. So I just, I'm like, I can't right now. But I love that you guys do that because that's your time together. But you're also taking care of yourself. And like, I, I mean, we have so much on our plates as women and as moms that we get forgotten. Like we forget ourselves. And we forget to put ourselves first. And that's so important. And so you have to fit that in there. Like when I'm sitting down and I am doing my work stuff, I am having my cup of coffee for the day, which I know Becca thinks it's crazy that I wait till nap time, but I do it because that Mm -hmm. for me is loving myself. That is my self care because I'm not having to heat up my cup of coffee 50 freaking million times before I actually get to finish it. So I purposely wait till that time to drink my cup of coffee because that is like, my self-love or after the kids go to bed take a bath or like whatever that is not what I meant to start talking about though what I wanted to say (laughs) is that sometimes things give sometimes one thing takes precedence over another and I think that there are seasons for that um for instance when Koa was a newborn there was a season of he got a lot of my time. Kylia did not get so much of my time. The house did not get a lot of my time because the kids were number one and they took more of my time than anything else, right? Or Koa took more of my mm-hmm. time than my husband got. Or sometimes there are days that my work gets more of my time than my kids do. Or the house gets more yeah. of my time than my work does. And so I think that you have to give yourself grace And you have to know that sometimes there are certain days that one thing is going to take more precedence over another, and that is okay. It is called balance. As long as you are taking turns with things and you're not just always putting work, always putting the house first, always putting the kids first, like as long as you are trading things off, it's okay. There are some mornings I don't get to co-op. I let him go play, let him watch a little bit of blue. I got to be dentist appointments, doctor appointments, paying the bills, like that sometimes that just happens. So you got to give yourself yeah. that that is a okay. 
Right. So I just needed to put that little blurb out there real fast. Yeah. Um, Balance. I guess that would kind of, so I feel like Becca, um, our last question, um, I feel mm-hmm. like I kind of want to do that one right now and then make our last question, the advice, the advice, best mom hacks to end off on a positive note. Okay. Um, oh, I guess there's three that's left, but, um, I guess what I kind of said could be considered advice for, or best mom hacks. Do you have any? Yeah, Becca? because no, no, I don't have any mom hacks. I mean, if I do, they're on my Instagram. So go follow me at Rebecca, spelled R-E-B-E-K-H-G. You can find my mom hacks there. Other than that, uh, coffee, lots of it. That's my mom hack. (laughs) I love it. Same. I have a lot of mom hacks on my Instagram, Shams Way. I have been wanting to put more because that is one of those things that has kind of went to this wayside um, Mm -hmm. is like sharing hacks and stuff. Um, But it's all good. Um, okay. So this question is, okay, wait, wait, wait. So we have a question. How long have you had a podcast? That's very easy to answer. We started the first week of January. Yeah. So of this year, we just decided it was time to do it. And what better way than the beginning of the year? Yes. And, um, will you get your whole family vaccinated? (laughs) Um, yeah, so I mean, it's obvious, I have said it many times. Um, I work in the medical field. So I feel like um, just knowing my rights and knowing HIPAA, it's nobody's damn business. Um, what I do with my body and what I do with my kids body while they are under my roof is also nobody's damn business. Um, I really don't know when it became such a thing. Like, I don't understand why it's such a social thing. I don't go to weddings and ask people when they're going to get vaccinated. I don't go to birthday parties and ask if the kids are vaccinated before I go to the birthday party. So I personally don't really know why it's anybody's business because it's not. Um, so, so I guess that's it. Will I? Won't I? Who? I, who knows? I don't know. But if I do, I'm probably not going to post it on Facebook because one, that's just not my style. And um, two, it's none of your damn business. I don't post a picture when I get my pap every year. So I don't feel <laughs> it's necessary. I mean, really, like I don't do a thumbs up when I get my lady parts checked. So I don't feel like I need to give you a sticker if I get vaccinated. I did do my obligatory voting one, but I also did a really meaningful post with that. So it is what it is. I don't really feel like it's anybody's business. And if we do, we do. And if we don't, we don't. So I'm very used to being asked this question because I came out California, come from California, and they made a mandatory vaccine law out there. And um, I grew up, I had my hep B, my first hep B shot. That's it. So I am not vaccinated, period. Um, my mom did not. She was not a fan of doctors. She was not a fan of hospitals. So I'm used to actually answering this question. So I am going to answer this question with a little thing on the side. Um, so I was not vaccinated. My brother was not vaccinated. We are very healthy people. 
um, compared to many people that I know that are full on vaccinated and have lots of health issues. Now, am I going to say that being vaccinated versus not vaccinated is why some people have health issues and others don't know that's not my business. I'm not going to go into that. I just know that we have been very okay with not being vaccinated. And so obviously that went into my life with having children. Um, I have not vaccinated my kids from the time they were born. I have always had this intuition in me that my kids were not to be vaccinated and um, I'm just never going to. I don't care what someone says. I don't care if they say that I have to. Um, it's a huge reason we left, we left California because Kylia could not go to school since she was not vaccinated. So um, I have done my research and my thought process is that if you decide not to vaccinate, good for you. If you decide that you do want to vaccinate, good for you. I just really recommend you do the research either way that you lean. And I feel like what we said in the beginning is you just need to be respectful and you need to be um, thoughtful of the fact that some people have very different opinions than you. Um, and I promise you, and, I have yeah. done so much research to make the decision that I have made for me and my family. And even my husband who is fully vaccinated is on my side of not doing it. So um that is just my little thing there. So no, since right. like, since we are not vaccinated for anything, to... no, we will not be getting the COVID vaccine at all. Yeah. And I was going to mention too, because we are so different. Shami's kids are not vaccinated. My kids are vaccinated. Yep. So me saying it's not really any of your business doesn't mean we're not vaccinated. Me and my husband actually have a vaccine that not a lot of Americans have because we went to a foreign country. Um, and we chose to do that because of what we were doing. If we choose to do this COVID one, then I guess that's really our perspective. It is. It's your prerogative. I feel like, for sure. Yeah. I really feel like um, I'm not sure. I mean, I know why, but I'm not going to get into it. I, I just don't like the new idea of showing your COVID mm -hmm. badge. I really don't like mm -hmm. that. Um, if you feel like that does something for you, then I support you. I really do. And I appreciate where you stand. Mm -hmm. um, I saw this, but I, I just saw this reel on Instagram. And I think that this just, I don't think we need to talk about it anymore after this, but I, on it, I saw this reel on Instagram. I actually shared it and it was a lady and she was talking to her friend on the phone and she, you know, her friend said, are you going to get vaccinated? And she said, yes, yes, I am. It makes me feel safe. And her friend said, I'm so glad that that makes you feel safe. Good for you. And she said, are you going to get vaccinated? She said, no, I don't feel like I need it. I'm not going to be getting it. And her friend said, well, good for you. I'm glad that you made a decision. And that was the end of the conversation. Then she said, what are you making for dinner? I don't know, whatever my husband makes. I saw that and I went, yes, right. that is exactly how this should be. Like, no matter yeah. what side you are on of anything in life, you should just be able to be supportive because a lot of times people have their reasoning, they have done their research, and you're not going to change their mind just as strongly as you may feel you need a vaccine, or um, you need to wear a mask or whatever it is, is just as strongly someone on the other side could feel like they don't need a vaccine and they don't need to wear a mask. And so I think that we just all need to be loving. And um, yes, but we do appreciate 
<laughs> being able to share our opinions yeah. and our thoughts. Yeah. And there is and no hard feeling. Yeah. Anybody. And I love that we get to do exactly. that. Okay. So yeah. we have we a couple minutes left before the shuts off on us. So let's answer the last question. It is what do you love sharing and what is hardest for you to share? I'm an eight. You so go. being vulnerable is very hard for me, especially to be vulnerable with people that I may not know the best. Um, so sharing very personal things um, is really hard for me a lot of times. Um, what about you, Becca? Um, well, I would say probably things like we just talked about. Um, I, I do hold my opinions very close to the cuff and I have made it a point that if I don't know something, I don't talk Mm -hmm. about it. And a lot of the times when I do talk about things that I'm very like strong about, it can be off-putting for Mm -hmm. some people. So a lot of the times I don't like talking about things because my tone changes or my demeanor changes. And then it changes the way people Mm -hmm. view me. And I don't like that. So even with just things like what we just talked about, I'm going to give my perspective. I'm going to share my thing. But that puts me out there to be one shut down, to not get my full story Mm -hmm. out, and Mm -hmm. all the above. So I think um, there's not really anything that scares me to share, but I do always get very vulnerable and fearful of when I do share. Um, Things that I do like to share, I'm just going to try to make a real quick list. Um, Anything that has to do with birth and postpartum, I love to share stuff on that. Anything that has to do with essential oils. Um, I love to share about my, I love to have conversations about my opinion and my thoughts on things. If someone can have a respectful conversation with me, I love to con- like talk back and forth about thoughts and why things are the way they are and just hear other people's perspectives and point of views. And um, I love to share self-love, self-care, confidence, And obviously being a mama, that's always a fun conversation to share about as well. And do it yourself hacks. What about you, Becca? Oh, and the Enneagram. Can't forget the Enneagram. What about you, Becca? Yeah, (laughs) that's right. That's right. Um, I think those things as well, minus the birth stuff, but honestly, like medical stuff, I love having conversations about that. Uh, Me and my medical friends will talk days about that. Gory things. Love it. Um, All things Ray Dunn and animals. I I love love it. it. I'll talk about those all day. So we answered all of the questions. We appreciate you guys sending them to us and getting involved. Again, if there's anything you want to know, please message us. We have our Instagram, all the things with C and B, yes. or you can go straight to Becca, Rebecca G, um, or you can come to me, Shams Way. And we love hearing what you guys want to hear about. And we want to continue to talk and we definitely will do another Q and A. Yes, let us know what that one is going to be about. Yes, we hope that you enjoyed listening to our thoughts and um, our answers to your questions. We love you guys. Have a great week. Yes. Thanks so much. Thanks for being here. Bye. We'll talk to you later.